it's Nudie, and you're listening to Reading Books with Nudie. This episode is a special all-jingles episode. We're going to hear several jingles and poems, which are just a bit longer jingles. First, one from a listener. Next, a couple of Shell Silverstein poems. And finally, mine, which is about making the podcast. I'm really sorry to say I haven't gotten any other listener jingles. You know you can write one. If I can, you sure can. I know you can. A couple of announcements. My podcast has reached over 1,000 downloads since the beginning of it. That is amazing! I'm so excited! And second, I have three options for books to read when we come back. One, I'm going to tell you the titles and authors, but you have to research them. Decide which you like best and email me which one you want me to read. Okay, I really need your help because I can't decide. So here are the titles. Daddy Longlegs by Jean Webster. The Secret Garden by Frances Hodgson Burnett. Sound familiar? And The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham. Hurry up with your votes, okay? All right, first up, the listener jingle from my favorite listener. It's called Pickling Apprentice. Pickling day filled the shop to the brim with oil and vinegar and wine, not only with ingredients, but also with customers whose mouths watered at the tasty brine. The shop owner was proud with his creations all around and at the ever-growing line. Jars of pickles, beets, artichokes fermented in liquids so salty the flavors cemented. Each customer ordered two jars more than the customer that had ordered just a moment before. By about 12 o'clock everyone had their share and the shop was as close as it could be to bear. Wait, I'll take that last jar, said the girl last in the queue. Oh, I'm sorry, but if you can't see, our business is all through. Our pickling begins again tomorrow, but we'll be ready after that quite soon. All I want is that last jar, the one that just has broth. I want to learn how to pickle things like apples and apricots. I see you seem quite determined, chuckled the owner after her speech. But I regret to inform you, you cannot pickle a peach. Nor can you pickle any fruit and expect it to be good. And you cannot call the brine a broth, or you might be misunderstood. The girl blushed at the owner's words and nodded in agreement, but still looked on longingly at the brine that she once tasted. I came here once, years ago, when I was just a filly, and tasted for myself a pickled beet, which the idea of tickled me silly. But when I had it in my mouth, I realized that I liked it, and resolved that one day on my own, I would try to make it. The owner's eyes filled with memories of his younger days in this shop, when he longed to get to pickle things, but was only allowed to mop. He remembered how one desperate day he grabbed a jar and disobeyed, by pickling three large hard-boiled eggs and letting them sit under the counter for seven days. One day his boss discovered the crime, looking mad and very tired. He started to yell as he held up the brine. He shouted with passion, You're fired! The boy hung his head and walked to the door, and was about to step out, but right before, his boss spooned out an egg, looking surprised, gobbled it up in his mouth, and soon realized, We have a true pickler here in this shop. I'd be a moron to let you keep on with that mop. The owner now smiled, feeling inspired. He looked at the girl and told her, You're hired. That was a very, very, very good jingle. 
I really like that. It's way better than mine, you'll see. All right, next we're going to hear Asians. Not actions, I know, I thought it was spelled wrong, but it's Asians. If we meet and I say hi, that's a salutation. If you ask me how I feel, that's a consideration. If we stop and talk a while, that's a conversation. If we understand each other, that's a communication. If we argue, scream, and fight, that's an altercation. If later we apologize, that's reconciliation. If we help each other home, that's a cooperation. And all these actions added up make civilization. And if I say this is a wonderful poem, is that exaggeration? That is a poem by Shel Silverstein. And we're going to hear another one by him. This one is called Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout. Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout would not take the garbage out. She'd scour the pots and scrape the pans, candy the yams and spice the hams. Though her daddy would scream and shout, she simply would not take the garbage out. And so it piled up to the ceilings, coffee grounds, potato peelings, brown bananas, rotten peas, chunks of sour cottage cheese. It filled the can, it covered the floor, it cracked the window and blocked the door. With bacon rinds and chicken bones, drippy ends of ice cream cones, prune peats, prune pits, peach pits, orange peel, gloppy glumps of cold oatmeal. Pizza crusts and withered greens, soggy beans and tangerines, crusts of black burned butter toast, grisly bits of beefy roasts. The garbage rolled on down the hall, it raised the roof, it broke the wall. Greasy napkins, cookie crumbs, globs of gooey bubble gum, cellophane from green bologna, rubbery blubbery macaroni, peanut butter caked and dry, curdled milk and crusts of pie. Moldy melons, dried up mustard, eggshells mixed with lemon custard, cold french fried and rancid meat, yellow lumps of cream of wheat. At last the garbage reached so high that it finally touched the sky, and all the neighbors moved away, and none of her friends would come to play. And finally Sarah Cynthia Stout said, Okay, I'll take the garbage out. But then of course it was too late. The garbage reached across the state, For, from New York to the Golden Gate, and there in the garbage she did hate. Poor Sarah met an awful fate that I cannot now relate because the hour is much too late. But children, remember Sarah Stout and always take the garbage out. Yeah, I think the neighbors would have moved away uh, before the garbage touched the sky, like, like way before, I don't know. And finally, my own jingle called The Making of Reading Books with Nudie. So from the beginning, I knew I wanted to make a podcast for sharing what thoughts I had too. So I started my podcast combining two pleasures. Reading was on the forecast and so was this treasure. So I asked for ideas on what book to read. And one day looking through my bookshelf, I completed my need. I had chosen my book, A Forever Loved One, called A Little Princess, and finally got to planning. I decided on another book as well, called The Jingle Book, you know it, swell. It had all sorts of poems, I thought. It'll be fun to read, just a small spot. I started writing the first episode and deciding how I would record. I chose my parents' bedroom. It had the least echo. 
I finally recorded the first episode. I was so excited. Looking back, I think it might have been boring, but thankfully it wasn't all the time black. I edited it on my dad's laptop and finally uploaded it to the podcast website. I shared it with some friends and decided to keep writing, recording, and editing. And so here I am, almost done, with my jingle and the year. Next year we'll come back with even more jingles and books. I'll miss you, but believe me, I have a ton of stuff to do in two months. And the one who'll miss doing this most is definitely going to be the one, the only, Nudie, the host of your podcast, now signing off her jingle. So what'd you think of it? I know, I know, it's terrible. The beginning was awesome, the middle meh, and the end was just oof. Um, I actually wrote it last year because I thought I was going to do this episode before January, but I didn't. So, oops. Anyway, I hope you liked it and kind of showed you a bit of behind the scenes of making the podcast. If you want to know more, email me at the email you and I both know is at the bottom of the show notes. I'll happily walk you through as much or as little of the podcast process as you like. I'll miss doing the podcast, but we'll be back hopefully, if all goes well, the third week of March. Do send me your votes for the books. See you in a month and a half. Signing off, Nudie. Thank you so, so much to Epidemic Sound for the songs and sounds we heard today, to Shel Silverstein for writing his poems so we can enjoy them. Thanks ever so much to the author of the first jingle we heard, who has preferred to remain anonymous. And as usual, thanks to my family and friends for supporting me through this. I love you all. Come back in March for the next episode and the new book of Reading Books with Nudie. drop an episode in like february or something to announce the new book or if i should do it like <gasps> shoot the mic is still on oh shoot shoot oh turn off turn off turn off i can't get it to-